You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to this week's uh, podcast. How you doing? I'm John, and yet again joined by Chris and John. How you doing? Morning. <laughs> All righty. You always heard me swear, Chris. I was about to say the C word, but then I thought, I know. Because just before we came on air, Chris goes to John, I don't say evening. And then I, you wouldn't do that. Uh, but okay. uh, next week it'll be afternoon. Well, the chances are people are going to download this tonight. I'm, I'm heading my bets here. Possibly, aye. Uh, so, uh, I. So, I can't believe it, but we've got great news to start the podcast in terms of charity bets. Week one, and. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Indeed. Well, but so, uh, so Queen of the South, come to winners four one. Yeah, come to winners five one. Thinking about five minutes ago, ah, uh, it's going to be like the start of last season two out of three. Aye. <laughs> and then it all changes. Uh, if you have to get two goals last five minutes, and forty pound seventy seven straight away into the charity pot. So. I must confess, I was looking out for those three scores more than any other scores just Saturday afternoon. Ah, well, we weren't playing. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously. <laughs> to be fair, so there was nothing else to do, I check. We played but already, I, so I was fine as well. I, I think we could all take credit, because I think we all picked one each, did we not? I think, I think so, yeah. I think I went for Peter Heads, so I was the one that always screwed it up. Uh, aye, so that was good. Um, the other bit, unfortunately, though, uh, we went for Stephen Dopey to score first for Queen of the South. <laughs> He wasn't involved, so I don't know whether he must. I don't know whether he was maybe injured. Apparently, he's so injured. Because he's had a pretty decent. Uh, I was going to say pre-season, but he's had a pretty good campaign in uh, the Betfred Cup group stages. So, aye, good news there, and gets us gets the ball rolling with the charity bet. Uh, so, aye, Europe last week. I don't know whether we were more confident, possibly about Aberdeen going through and Celtic going through, or. Whatever, but aye. Where is it right? So Celtic go to Norway to face Rosenberg. Did you see much of it? No, I've only seen the goal. And that's seen it. the goal. So I haven't even seen Shocking Miss before us after all. Aye. I, I saw this. I saw the second half. Um, Rosenberg started the Brighton in the second half, and I'd heard that Celtic were pretty much all from first half, but then um, they didn't create that much, Rosenberg, but then when Forrest scored, Celtic were just so comfortable after that. They sort out really well. Rosenberg couldn't get the ball off him after that. Um, ironically, Forrest scored the harder chance. We didn't have too much time to think about it, but the one he did, he had like, three different options he could have shot rather than try and get in the keeper. Get in the keeper on his right side or even try to slide the ball out for Rodgers, but he tried to go on his left and round the keeper and made a complete arse basically. Yeah. Even, uh, even I, the one he scored though uh, it was like the first touch was a bounce off him uh, the second touch was almost non-existent the third touch set him up the fourth one fired it into the net so it got progressively better as it went on I, I was like yourself John I've only seen this kind of second half as well um, certainly Rosenberg had the best in the first 10 minutes Celtic so probably looked a bit shaky at that point but yeah as you say once for the scored um, I think there was only one team that was going to win that certainly so into Jason Griffith certainly um, made a big difference, although he didn't actually score. It gave him that focal point, and Forrest was able to put his natural game going out wide. 
Yeah, I, th- I, think um, I think Brendan Rodgers got the game management spot on because uh, in, the, in the friendly against Sunderland before it, he, he played that kind of same front four with McGregor sitting behind the likes of Sinclair and Hayes and Forrest. Um, so when they had a, they, they'd already played a good amount of time before going into that game was exactly the same setup. Kept Griffiths for the last half hour because Griffiths obviously had only played like an hour or something of football so far, so he was never going to be fat. But uh, like you say, I had to just give a bit of space. Um, I think like that that was maybe the first time Sinclair did any space in the entire tie was when he played that ball through the forest. I think maybe that was the, the evidence of the difference it was that they had. And like you say, um, once Celtic get the goal, it was it was more likely that Celtic were going to score. Uh, I did think as well, uh, credit to Celtic after having to change things early on where Sviatchenko got injured. Um, yeah, he, stepped in. he was unlucky actually, Sviatchenko had one cleared off the line by uh, Bentner. Before, well, not long before, but six weeks I think he is out. Six weeks. And that was a talk, yes, yeah, six September? weeks. Yeah. Uh, but even with that, Rogers is, or I, think, I don't think it was Rogers, but Davies, the assistant, said that there's no one getting signed before the deadline tonight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another one of those ones. You can sign as many as you want before tonight, but you've still got room to get another one off. It makes you think then, possibly there's only going to be one or other coming in before the end of the transfer window. But then I suppose maybe it's depending on whether Celtic are going to get to group stages, whether that might change things a wee bit. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, a good week, depending on what happens to go before the, the transfer window shuts after the playoff tie finishes, so you know whether... But yeah, the, I mean, there's still the Patrick Roberts. The, the rumour is possibly going to Celtic or Nice now, but then I heard the Celtic are keep changing as they go, so... We'll see where Barry Roberts ends up. I'd, I, would, I would love to have back. I keep saying it, he's... There's not much else he can do at Celtic. He's won all the trophies. He's had a good 18 months here. He's played in Europe. He's scored against Man City in the Champions League. Um, an option like Nice maybe a good option for him because it's a different country. Nice are in the Champions League qualifiers as well, so they've got a chance there too. So I'm surprised that Man City don't want to send him to another uh, team in the Premier League to see how he can affairs that way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Roberts fans else. I mean, maybe maybe he wants to have a threat in England, but maybe maybe Man City don't want him playing. Yeah, maybe he was he was linked to Everton and Huddersfield, um, but I know Huddersfield was just promoted, but I wouldn't imagine him wanting to go there. No, Everton, Everton maybe going to challenge for bad push to see Everton maybe win a trophy this season. I know I noticed um, Van Dijk's put in a, a big appeal to get his, his transfer through to Southampton. Saying he wants to go somewhere he can win majors and play in Europe. You had that? You, you had that before you went to Southampton? <laughs> I, I think he wants to play for a proper big club, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh dearie me. No, I see that one. Yeah, um, the, the, well, yeah, no. It's, it's one, like, the, the, given that the draw could have been Carabag that we've played before, or a standout we played last season, or Hapwell Beersheva that we played last season, or Slavia Prague that we played in a friendly earlier this season, or uh, the Croatians Rijeka. Um I would rather the draw had been the other way around, but to be where we got the home leg second. But to be honest, we've beaten three, we've beaten three of those teams in Europe in the last couple of uh, years, or two, with the Hapwell Astana. It's a big distance to cover, they've got the same distance to cover on the other leg. You might get in the Champions League, these are the teams you need to beat. Ah, and there's a big break now. When a bet Fred Cup, yeah, and then <laughs> it's not much a break when you're playing a game. Aye, but a break from Europe anyway. Uh, but I moving on to Thursday. I was pretty disappointing, wasn't it, John? Yeah, it was a very disappointing night. I was quite surprised that he he didn't bring in Anderson at the start and go with a back three. And I kind of wish he had done because um, I thought we were exposed on the right hand side for that first goal because Logan was tucking in to try and cover a corner and Reynolds because they've been. 
um, not very good together um, so far this season and there was a huge gap there for the boy to whip in the cross and then we just don't defend it um, and then after that we're chasing the game um, you know team selection um, team selection was not right um, we was going with Stockley up front um, you know he did the things he was meant to do we looked a wee bit better when Maynard um, playing and we played more of a natural game but by that time we're too late and they soaked it up and then got the killer second it was a big disappointment, very big disappointment because Apollon were okay, but they were beatable over the two legs. And yet again, we're sitting, you no, know, four years running, we're thinking we've blown it. Yeah, I think the disappointment as well is obviously going in ahead after the first leg. And yeah, I don't think they are a great side, I think they're all right. The, the left back, certainly Panda or Yander, whatever, uh, Yander, wasn't it? Looked a good player. There's a couple of other couples that could have looked all right. It's not as if they were creating, they created loads of chances. Um, I do think, like you, kind of team selection was a bit odd. I wouldn't have gone three at the back because I don't think it suits us. But I certainly made the midfield a wee bit kind of more compact. I think having McLean and just McLean and Trini in there pays uh, a wee bit weak in Europe. It could do all right against likes of Hamilton. But I'd have put, yeah, either Arnes or Tansy in the middle of the park um, mm-hmm. to kind of help out there. Would have meant we'd have to probably end up playing maybe Christie out wide, but, but uh, would have been all right. So, yeah, I'd have probably left out Greg Stewart or Mackay Stephen. And as you say, I mean, Greg Stewart just, I wouldn't say quite sold the jerseys for the goal, but just, uh, don't know, he never really put in much effort to kind of try and stop the cross or anything. But then even after that, there should have been someone out trying to help out prevent the cross. Yeah. And disappointing because I think, yeah, probably the best chance we've had of getting through to the end. And also as well, uh, Apple and all got is it the Danish team? I can't pronounce it. Mahitland or something like that. I just so got it, it's one that you fancy we might even have had a chance in that as well, as opposed to some of the names you could have got. So I disappointment there and just disappointment that we fell falling at the same uh, same round as we have in previous. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean McKenna certainly sounded very disappointing because obviously one of the big reasons he, he rejected some was because he believed he could get Aberdeen to the group stages and this must have felt like this was his chance um, to do that because it is getting hard it's almost it's going to get harder the um, next couple of seasons because we might not go in as a CD team the second round we might be back to square one in terms of needing to go through all the qualifying the first two qualifying rounds again I don't know um, it's just really disappointing because that was a Golden opportunity, but I don't know. It's it's amazing to say this because it was um, you know nearly forty degree heat over there, but you know these players seem to freeze <laughs> in the heat. I don't get that. I, I think it was just a case of getting the taxes a wee bit wrong. Uh, maybe on reflection, uh, mm-hmm. he would have done a wee bit differently. However, even after all that, McLean had a chance in the ninety fourth minute, whereby we could have taken it to extra time. Yeah, and probably should have scored. Um, I don't. We wouldn't have deserved it on the night, but. Overall, the kind of two le- the two games. If we'd scored, then I went to time. Fair enough, but yeah, disappointing. Yeah, we only had two attempts on target the whole game. Uh, the first was the Christie free kick in the first half, but we didn't create really anything at all. Um, they defended very well. Um, they got their game plan spot on getting the first goal, so cut pressure and hitting us in the bait. Felt so for Joel Lewis for a single because he made an amazing save, but then he's done by the fact Tansy's header doesn't clear the penalty spot and the yeah. boy volleys it in but that's what happens when you um, when you're chasing the game oh, so many times I've seen like, a defender 
he, he, trying to have it clear and it doesn't get very far and it just goes back. Yeah, and then I obviously there was the disappointing scenes after the game as well, which maybe not best not to comment too much until we find out what actually comes out of the investigation. But what what are the charges that the F is uh, aimed at Aberdeen's not taking Stuart for two? Yeah, that seen that. Like a bit of an oversight. What? Um, I supposedly you're, you're supposed to take your own stewards to away ties. Maybe in terms of language barrier it might be or something like that, or try and control the fans. But we never took anyone to the previous two rounds either. So, and supposedly it's down to the whole the host nation to say about it. So, I think you could uh, just make up um, some of these charges as they go along. To be perfectly honest, uh, yeah, apparently the Bibs one wasn't the fact that Celtic had sponsor on the Bibs, it's the fact the paperwork that didn't have sponsors on the Bibs and then they were wearing it. So when it came to the next round, they submitted the paperwork with sponsors on the Bibs. It was fine. What kind of rules did they uh, make up? I mean, they're just not dumb. You have to have lost the plot. Oh, well, it's especially between that and the Rangers um, paper-throwing incident and they were getting fined €7,000. It's just... And a lot of the charge sheets seems to be going against, you know, British clubs. Oh, I think it's the ones we get reported here that are going... I'm sure they get... They must make an absolute fortune for these two. Aye, yeah. they will too. So, moving on. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, first weekend, first game of the league campaign was Celtic Hearts, but we should have before that. Cathro, we spoke last week. Uh, John was saying he might not last till Christmas. Chris and we were both like he might not last till August. Uh, he, he, End of August. He got and, into uh, August at least. <laughs> Ten well, hours aye, into August. Ten hours August, aye. Uh, and yes, Cathro and Hearts parted ways. Yeah, I think the only surprise, so to speak, was the, the timing. Um, you know, that soon into the season after letting him have most of the summer to get some of his own players in. But it was... Clearly, everything is Peter Hedden and Fenland that you know things weren't going to get any better. If anything, they could have got worse. Um, and the reaction after the Fenland game, you know, it wasn't just a minority. It was, you know, it was almost the whole stand um, from that Hearts and Fenland game. You know, and it wasn't just at Castle. Yeah, you know, they were all the Hearts fans were saying um, sacked in the morning. You know, and once the whole fans start doing that, there's you no know, Levine and. Budge just had to make a decision. Um, it's going to cost him a good bit of money, um, you know, paying off um, his three, the three years he had left in his deal. Um, and they're also running into a wee bit more trouble with their, their own stand being ready because um, they're now having to rent Murrayfields for a couple of months. Yeah, it's somebody just... forgot to order seats. <laughs> yeah. Somebody forgot to order seats. <laughs> it was... It was interesting looking at the Infermland game and I thought that stand does not look as though it's going to be ready for September and I didn't realise it was something as silly as that. I, I don't think it's Hearts that haven't ordered the seats. I think it's a company they've employed to do it haven't ordered the seats properly. They've been delayed from the Far East. Yeah. Well, in Scottish football could something like that happen. Something that's stupid. Well, what do we need for a stand? Oh, oh see, yeah, oh, aye, that's that. <laughs> she just made a standing section, that'll do. That even but, um, I thought I thought so, it, was, it was interesting what came after it because in the press conference before the Celtic Hearts and Brent Rodgers was asked about, um, and he gave a, a a frank opinion. I mean, we've we've questioned this podcast before if Hearts actually understand how a director of football uh, model works, and we've questioned how Castro's uh, come in and apparently there's been lots of changes in personnel. Um, 
But I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I've questioned the idea that there's been lots of changes in the personnel that don't seem to fit the system, and then Rogers almost exactly the same thing. But Rogers is looking at it saying, well, I know what Cathro's trying to do, he doesn't have a players to fit. And the players have been brought in, so they must be brought in from the director of football, and it's, it doesn't quite link up together. Um, and it's, it's, it's a question we've asked ourselves, um, but Hart's reaction to it appears to be more along the lines of how dare Brendan Rodgers say anything. Well, Brendan Rodgers has earned the right to say things, I think, in Scottish football. He's, I mean, I've, certainly I've questioned why he's brought in lots of players and that don't seem to fit the system, but I don't understand the game as well as Brendan Rodgers does. Brendan Rodgers can see what Catherine's been trying to do. I thought he was, he, he was very kind in his, his comments about Gathrow. He was, I was almost defending the man. Um, so he's probably one of the few in Scottish football that's defended Gathrow. But um, I, I was more disappointed in the fact that Hearts haven't really answered the criticism. They've more moaned at the fact that Brendan Rodgers had an opinion. I think it's just the fact that it's maybe the fact that the manager shouldn't really be commenting on our clubs. Like that, uh, are that uh, critical? Yeah, but you've got to admit that this stuff gets asked in Scottish football all the time. You know, they asked um, Kachinja about something, uh, Neymar signing for PSG. Was that good to anything? But he gave his opinion. At least in the, the instance where Brendan Rodgers been asked about Cathro, it's actually relevant to the job. You know, I think managers should probably just look, be more concerned about their own club than commenting on others. I know he was asked a question, but I think maybe went a bit too far with it. Well, I, I don't think he went too far. I think he, I, I think what he said was was an, an interesting point of view, and I'm all in favour of interest. I would like to see Hearts answer it, though. Aside from John Daly saying you should have been doing that. It's not, I mean, it's not even Craig Levine coming out and saying it. It's John Daly. Now, fair play to John Daly, he's come out and defended his club. I don't think he was going to do anything else. But um, it, it does seem to have been able to deflect away from the fact that Hearts managerial problems, they've got stadium problems, taking the headlines away for that much. It'll be interesting to see who they, who they appoint. I mean, in the back of any manager going, it's the usual ex-club man being like, so you've had Paul Hartley, you've had Stephen Presley, um, immediately like my job. And then you get the old, uh, you know, you get the, um, I can't remember what the, the outsiders throwing their hats in the ring, like Dougie Fre- Fre- left wing appointments, like um, Dougie Friedman and Steve McLaren throwing their hat- names in. You know, I think Steve Ravenelli was linked to it again. I'll um, yeah, Steve McLaren going to Hearts and trying to be the, uh, the Edinburgh accent. <laughs> Did you see Jamie Lionfield saying, I'm looking forward to Steve McLaren doing his first press conference in a Sean Connery accent? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> that's even better. That's pretty good. And that is his Dutch accent, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> there was also an with McLaren uh, saying that he's going to appoint a, an up-and-coming young assistant as his uh, <laughs> number two. <laughs> and it's a picture of him and Ian Cathro from their Newcastle days. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the other names that were linked? I see Dougie Friedman saying he'd, he's insisted the Hearts director of football model would play to his strengths if he was appointing the clubs. I've always seen the names mentioned that John mentioned. I was actually looking at my bookie to see if they had any odds and that's hard. Arts manager, but I can't see him. That's it. Who's John Daly? I'm be fancy it as well. Ah, he, I think he has been possibly quoted as saying he would like it. <laughs> well, he's done his stint as a, the paper round, um, having gone up to Levine to take a note down to Cathro at Pataudry, so maybe this is his turn. <laughs> <laughs> was that how he got his answer to Brendan Rodgers as well? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Craig, what did I say? Oh, that's all I do. <laughs> Because Craig's too um, scared to come out and say things these days. I haven't seen any press conference for ages. It's always either no. Ann Budge or whoever the manager is at the time. The coach. Yeah, I think he's too busy enjoying his fantasy where he's, you know, controlling the the strings from a side without having to answer any criticism. So right. I'll, I'll I'll get the players, I'll get the manager, and pass all the buck to him. Yeah, well, we'd want Craig Levine not to be upfront with it. Uh. <clears throat> 
that was rotten. Sorry. <laughs> That was supposed to be a six four zero four six zero joke at all. No strikers, no none of. You got his point. Let's just talk about the actual football. Then. I think it's a move on, yeah. Uh, Hearts like, now routine win. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, was, I mean, Hearts I probably offered more in the last ten minutes of that game than they did at John. Hiding to nothing for that game. But yeah, it was uh, the same old routine for Celtic. They dominated the game, um, scored the goals. Could have scored more possibly, but um, yeah, that's. Uh, Another two from Griffiths. He's quite keen to get to 100. He'd be the, the 29th Celtic man in history to do that. John Hartson being the last. He's on 87 now. 87 now, so, 87 now, so he's, if he stays fit, that's enough. Um, it may, he might also have benefited a wee bit with this one because um, in the build-up to his second goal in Celtic stop. Um, personally, I'd quite like offside though to work like that. Because like, McGregor was offside, got himself back onside and then turned down again to go chase after the ball. But that's not how the offside rule works. So when the pass was played, he was offside. <laughs> he should have been ruled out for that. Yeah, I think it was going to make too much difference. We were already doing up and looking when we were going to score more. I wonder how Jack Hamilton still Scotland's number three or number four. <laughs> again, uh, first goal, he was terrible. He just doesn't look very commanding. I don't know if he's going through a crisis of confidence or what, but... I think there's at least a couple of better keepers in the league and two of them are playing in the Dundee Ross County game. Aye, true. Aye, Scott Fox and Bain as well. So, aye. Don't know if Bain had the best of season last year. Did times. He's, he's, sometimes he's plays better than others, I think. Certainly what can want it, but I think Fox played really well. But yeah, I think I think Jack Hamilton was maybe not at his best in that game, but I don't think he was uh, the biggest problem in that team because the, the, the no, defender in that second goal was just appalling. <laughs> Yeah. Even Sinclair couldn't miss that one, and Sinclair's been missed a fair few easy ones. You know? uh, I mean, the McGregor one. Like, I love the way Andy Walker said it was top corner. It was nowhere near the top corner. <laughs> Andy Walker was getting pelters in the, the podcast chat from all angles. <laughs> it's just a, not a very good goal commentator. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you should swap him for that St. Marin Falkirk guy. If you, have, if you haven't looked at, look up St Mirren Falkirk from this weekend from the St Mirren uh, YouTube channel because uh, the co-commentary is brilliant enough. we'll post we'll, it in the link tonight yeah, we'll post it in the tweet alright but a few stats uh, I saw thanks to SPL stats that's Celtic unbeaten in 40 top flight matches but their record 62 matches between 1915 and 17 yeah, that's 62 unbeaten is all competitions by the way it's still the Europe and they're now unbeaten against Hearts in 20 matches with the last one coming in the semi-final Scottish Cup semi-final in 2012 yeah, I, I, meant, I meant to look this up to find out when Hearts last scored at Celtic Park and I never get into it because it's the first time they scored against Celtic last year but I, I can't remember the last quite a while I don't know uh, Celtic have scored 12 the score correct. We obviously all predicted our Celtic win, but none of us got the score correct. April 2016 is the answer. Celtic 3 hearts. Alright. Shall we move on to that flag day? Hibs and party tattoo? Oh, aye, of course. Yeah, quite a good game, but. You both went for Hibs to win. Yeah, I think I said 2 0 or 2 1. I can't remember. I don't even uh, get score right either. No. I've, I've, got, I've got a list here of who got correct scores and all that. Are we having our own predictions league this season? Well, I think we, we could have. We could have, aye. Oh, God, that, would, that would take far too much effort to try and actually. Organise. Right, we could yeah. just. Uh, I, I'm, I, I can track it. Be fine. <laughs> we'll trust you. Aye. Right. But yeah, good. Um, a good start of the season, perhaps after going behind. Yeah, um, I was going to say it wasn't a great start to the game, but uh, it was a good start to the, the season <laughs> overall. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it was a definite penalty for the third one. Um, Simon Murray, eight goals already. It's a decent wee start for him. Yeah, they might end up not missing Cummins. Mm-hmm. If he continues to get into so well. Uh, good crowd as well at Easter Road, 17,000. Just over. Second biggest in Scotland, I think, at the weekend. Yeah. yeah which is fantastic. And obviously, Stokes, uh, he's confirmed he's been back at Abs now. That's what he started on the bench, so they've got him to come in as well. Yeah, they're building that- up a decent squad. Definitely. Um, I think they... Don't know if they'll finish second, but I think they'll certainly um, flirt with it between them, ourselves, and the uh, Rangers this season. Aye. I think disappointment from Thicker's uh, point of view, though, after going ahead. I think Archibald, I've seen him talking about how they need to kind of manage the game better after going ahead. Because um, I pretty poor after that. The defending for Whitaker's goal, especially, was atrocious. Yeah. There was about four players in that area, and Whitaker was just allowed to ghost in and score. Was he, David had it that well? So probably if someone had got in some kind of block, uh, it would have helped. They were a bit unlucky with equaliser right enough because it did kind of break. Yeah, aye, definitely. That's us cover the Hibs game then. Aye. What did you wish to say? I don't think it was even a doubt with a penalty. Yeah. Uh, You both I went for Hibs to win, I went for a draw, so I got no points there for that one. Uh, Kelly St Johnson. Yeah, you were the one out of that one because me and Chris both went Kelly. I I got the yeah. score spot on. Do you want St Johnson? Kilmarnock should have won that game with the, well certainly for the chances I saw in uh, the sports scene highlights. Um, but Michael Halloran looks as though you know back at his natural home, so to speak. Going back to St Johnson, terrific goal to win the game. No doubt that's the goal of the weekend. Well, I think yeah. maybe competing with his teammate because I thought Wallace was, was a cracking goal as well. Boys is a good time. free kick too. Yeah, Boys is a cracking free kick. It's up in thirty-five yards or something. Pinged it in. I have terrific strike. Mm-hmm. I certainly like after Boyd scored that Kelly had the better chances. But St George and again, they know how to win games away. They were really good away from home last year, um, so it shouldn't be any surprise that they they came away with their points. Yeah, the other, yeah, but the other point, the Davidson had a couple of good chances as well. Uh, One day, cracking chance to forty yards. Almost. Yeah. So, I uh, Tommy Knight was talking again about how St. Johnson don't get the kind of credit they deserve. But I think in a way St. Johnson quite like that. I think it motivates him, helps motivate him probably to continue to do so well. But, uh, one thing we never mentioned was the possibility that he might end up. I think he'd probably be linked with he would get linked with a Hearts job. Tommy Knight. Don't think. Don't know if he would. I don't think he would work though. Uh, yeah. If he never know. That's the thing. I think. I don't see it. It'd be a good, it'd be a good move if they did get him. I, yeah. I think um, Tom Wright should be quite happy that um, that St Johnson maybe don't get the credit because from a St Johnson point of view, um, Tom Wright still been there after the amount of time he after this um, what four years this his fifth season. You know, I think they've done very well to keep hold of him for as long as they have, um, and it still surprises me how he's not been linked with bigger jobs. I mean, we had Alan Archwood, I thought, did a great job last season, part of Thistle, getting linked with a move down south. Tommy Wright never seems to get linked to a move elsewhere, but um, yeah. St Johnson won't be keen because he's still looks as though he could have another good season this year, I think. He spoke as well about how he's quite surprised that some of St Johnson players don't get linked with moves elsewhere. Maybe fair enough. Obviously, I've lost Swanson, but generally they've kept most of our team together. Oh, Again. Maybe they all looked at O'Haran and thought, oh, well, here's what can happen. <laughs> What's the point? We'll just stay away. Get Europe every year, just a bit. <laughs> Is it only January they've got him till? I thought it was all season. Is it just January? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. sure. I, I might be wrong. I'll, I'll check it, possibly. 
chat about other things. Uh, so I'm Dundee Ross County. I'm just generally poor defender from both sides, I thought. I'm, I'm not that entirely was... sure how Dundee lost this game, to be honest. I thought they were a better team. <laughs> just Ross County took that corner. The second one. For yeah, the, goal. the second goal. Yeah, it was. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty poor for Dundee's goal as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. It, was, it wasn't quite as bad as that corner, but it was still pretty high. It was, um, like, I mean, Jamie liked the goals for a bit, though. Um, having said that, two attacking teams, plenty of chances in the game. Uh, I thought Scott Fox played really well, as I said earlier. I think these two will be aiming for top six rather than trying to fight off relegation. I don't get that as a game. In fact, yeah, it's, hard, think... it's, hard, it's hard to see which of the bottom six potentials wouldn't be aiming for tops <laughs> well it's anything like last season I mean they were all in yeah. with a chance of the top six up until like two or three weeks before when Partick Thistle pulled away yeah. so you'd imagine Partick Thistle aim for it again obviously Hibs have just come up so they'll be aiming to get in the top six and Johnston aiming to keep it Hearts will be aiming to keep it uh, and then you've got the likes of Dundee and Us County maybe Motherwell will want to go, uh, move on from where they were last season and get up into the top six again it's, it's almost like well, Hamilton's only one that probably aren't aiming for top six <laughs> That's why everybody has some favourites for relegation. Aye, they've probably been favourites to go down the last what, three seasons. Yeah. I think. It's difficult to see right. not going down this season because it's hard. You're picking one that's going to be worse and it's kind of hard. You could have said that again about Inverness last season. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think anyone expected Inverness to go down last season. No, I mean, we said it started it off. The longest time Inverness were the only team to take any points off Celtic. Yeah. Uh, move on to Sunday. Motherwell and Rangers. Did you, either of you see that? I've seen a highlight. I've just, seen, I've just seen highlights as well. Um, yeah, I think for what I've seen, Rangers probably just about deserve to win it. Yeah, well, when Motherwell don't mark Dorns properly, that kind of tends to help. Very poor one it was. I thought Windass looked quite decent in the first half. He certainly could have had two um, hits the post and then the bar. Um, he looked pretty decent, but they don't, Rangers don't look as though they're capable of defending any cross balls into the box. No, the the goal Motherwell got was a Poland defending. It was another one mm-hmm. who fought the part basically, and yeah. a, a nice glancing header into the corner. Yeah, and it wasn't a, a soft penalty. Paper. No, soft, soft, but possibly soft. But no. I think it is a penalty. Um, he smashed him his arm. Yeah, smashed is maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but I, you can't get like that with your, your arm. It's, I mean, it's it's nice to see the, the referee punishing an arm like that after the Scottish Cup final, but. <laughs> But nah, I, I tell you, it's, it's a penalty. I don't think it's doing it. I think Moult was actually lucky to stay in the park because having been booked for that and then clattered up the uh, Dorns later on in that half just outside the box. I thought he was lucky, lucky to escape not getting a second yellow for that. It certainly wasn't his day. I mean, he missed an absolute sitter just before Mother equalised as well. Yeah, that's mm. true. I don't know how so. missed it. Yeah. Uh, what, what about the other penalty shoot? The, the Hodgson handball? Nah, too close to him, I think. See, yeah. I, I, I think, oh, I agree, Michael Stewart was very quick to point this one, that the, the arm is out, so lots of people go, ah, unnatural position, but the rule, as we've said countless times in this podcast already, has nothing to do with unnatural position, it's whether it's ball to hand or hand to ball, and in this case, I think it's ball to hand. You've seen them given. Yeah, I have seen them given, but I think they're wrong to give them up, so I fully back the referee in that one, I think Bobby Madden got it spot on. Uh, in terms of predictions for that match, Chris, you were right, you had a Rangers win. John, you had a draw, and I had, I had a correct score again. Two correct scores. What was your score? I said 2 0. Ah, you said 2 0. But the last game on Sunday. Oh, before we move on, there was a late save from Fodderingham as Fodderham. well. Yeah. Which, which probably got Rangers to win. Went, uh, Rangers, like, again, this was good from Swartz scene. They highlighted the fact that Rangers went defensively on, and it just seemed to drag Mullerball onto them. So it was uh, 
no, no, maybe maybe get away with that uh, tactical twitch. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Kind of, I thought it made it harder for himself because he controlled the game. But looks like. Yeah, I think I'm not going to stop always going to cause his problems because teams don't actually sit back after it. Well, it's hard to criticise because obviously they won the game, so he's made it a wee bit harder for himself. Yeah, but final game of the weekend, Aberdeen Hamilton. Uh, Chris, you and me both had 2 0. Aberdeen. John had 1 0. So yeah. What's that? Should have been more really, shouldn't it? I probably should have been I, aye, but I, think, I think after the, after playing on Thursday, I think we be relatively pleased with the result. Yeah, got to be. Um, and we made four changes as well, uh, which is quite interesting. Um, but, I mean, for what I saw in the highlights, it seems to be all one way traffic, and um, it, sh- it should have been more than two. Um, should have got the second goal on before we, we got it at the end. But, um, Helen Miller um, seemed quite critical of the performances that we didn't manage the game well, but I think Willie's been a wee bit over critical. Um, the main thing was, was just getting the job done. You no, know, Hamilton are one of these teams that. They're just, they don't have much going forward, so they're just going to try and stifle you and kick you off the park, almost. Um, they tried that a couple of times in the first half way. Scott Wright, who looked impressive again? He looked really good. Yeah, really yeah. uh, even in the highlights that I've seen, he just he looked impressive. Is that having got a hat-trick against this one? Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Aye, I thought I'd heard that. He, he does look really good. I'd imagine you'd be playing him a lot more. Yeah. I thought he looked good when he came on um, against... Limazol, and he was only on for 10 minutes. He begged the question, why was he not on that little bit earlier? I mean, but um, I think McInnes says he's going to play a big part this season, so interesting to see if that kicks him on for the season. Certainly a a confident boy. He he demands the ball, wants to take on players, not scared to try a few tricks. There was a point that I went to as well where it was like he had two senior letters in terms of Mm -hmm. uh, players wondering where they were. So... I definitely he's going to be involved a lot more this season um, and it'll be interesting to see whether it may end up that he ends up being the one that starts regularly and Stuart mckay Stephen are fighting out for their place so I think normally we'll play Christy and behind the striker but you never know got plenty of competition anyway in attacking areas yeah. Delighted for Mike Miles sorry just got the forgotten man of um, Pataudry you know it- a week ago it looked as though he was um, supposed to be going to St Johnson and then Stockley doesn't even make the bench and Story gets on and um, you know Aye, he's apparently doing well in uh, oh so he was um, but apparently um, oh, I can't remember going with that sorry <laughs> yeah aye that's what I was going to say sorry John <laughs> so who knows yeah what like uh, from what I had made that's a good game as well should have scored should open should've his account scored. as well Um but yeah, it'd be interested to see what happens with story now. Whether that could maybe kickstart his career for us or whether he still might go. Don't know. Um, will he maybe start on Wednesday? Or will he go with Maynard again? Or who knows what he'll do? Because it's kind of strange to change a striker each match this season. Well, Rooney's still out injured. Um, I don't think he's going to make it for Wednesday. And I don't know if you would risk him on a plastic pitch. But um, yeah, so we've got, it's between three for that well, let's presume we're going to go one up front. Um, and yeah. the Louis Wilkes thing's obviously cooled off a bit, so um, he's got an opportunity to really fight for his place, I think. Um, if it doesn't work now, he'll be off in January. What yeah. about the, the, the Hamilton boy? Um, Javier Thomas. Thomas. Aye. Fanny of the week. The stupidity, aye. aye. <laughs> it's, uh, again, sports scene got us absolutely spot on. It's like, you've pulled Ryan Christie back once. Why, why, why would you do it again if you've already just let him go? 
It's not as if it was a lack close to goal. It's like halfway line just about. Yeah. What about Shinny's miss? <laughs> Did he miss an open goal? Was that just me? Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I thought it just... But I don't, like you say, Aberdeen easily deserved to win. That's good one by one. There was that one dodgy moment, right? That the, when it was, it was still 1-0. And what? I'm only kind of got a half chance in front of the goal. Couldn't quite get trouble. Other trouble in Aberdeen at all. Unless you're Ryan Christie, right? Because you're troubled... Because it wasn't just Thomas that was filling him. It was every time you've seen him in highlights, he was getting filled. Yeah, like, I think Scott Wright was getting the treatment as well. I think Scott Wright was getting the treatment as well, from what uh, McInnes was saying. Yeah. But I, and uh, Christy, by all accounts, again, a standout for Aberdeen. But having uh, Wright both linking up pretty well. And the clean sheet's got a positive as well. Exactly. And five of the predicted top, um, predicted top six all won at the weekend. Um so you yeah. wonder if that's going to be the theme of the season. I mean, the only one really wasn't it was Harps. It it didn't al- win. Already you've got Celtic, Habs, Aberdeen and Rangers in the top four. I don't think we'll be too far away for that top four to finish at the end of the season either. Yeah. Maybe swap Aberdeen and Habs. Ah, a long, long way to go. <laughs> exactly. Things can change. Uh, so right, that concludes the neighbourship parts and probably the championship just briefly. Um Good one for St. Mirren. Yep, that's Especially after last season. Yeah, predicted top four all played each other. Um, Inverness losing to Dundee United and St. Mirren beating Falkirk. That was a good win for St. Mirren given the fact that Falkirk have started the season pretty well in the Betfred Cup. Um, St. Mirren had a couple of disappointing results. So, yeah, good win for them. So, I moving on. Betfred Cup... Over tomorrow night, Wednesday night. It's just a repeat of what you guys just played. It's Hamilton and Aberdeen. Wednesday night, yeah. is that your game? Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yeah, because yeah, we played on Sunday. Yeah. There's always one game, at least, that, you know, um, in, in the next round of the cup that follows um, a league game. And obviously, it's our turn this time. Um, nice local game for me. Good pricing by Hamilton and Aberdeen. Only a tenner to get in. Yeah, very so. good. Aye, very sensible. Aye. I think aye. These rounds are always reasonably priced. I mean, even Celtic and Warnock is a lot of 15 quid ticket or something like that. And given the, the hammer you take with the season tickets and then obviously the European qualifiers for us as well, it's just nice to see some a bit more reasonably priced. Yeah. Still what Fuller Stadium won't be anywhere near it. Can't see anything in the way of shocks. Um, and BT covered, are covering the right game. Yeah, oh, yeah it was only the one tight back for us to, to show yeah. him. Is it Wednesday that game too? Wednesday night and the draw is immediately afterwards. Deja vu. Good. Uh, At least this time Dundee United. What way? <laughs> Dundee United, maybe one. What one bit of shock. Uh, no, I think you're right. It's, it's good. Like, this time we can't get Dundee United. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't see much in the way. Air are away to Hibs. I think that's, that's some reward for, being, for running a group. Yeah. Um, but... No, I mean, Celtic home to Kilmarnock, Falkirk home to Livingston, Hibbs home to Ayers, Johnston home to Partick. Four home wins. Falkirk, Livingston. Although Partick beat um, St Johnston in the Scottish Cup last year, so they could yeah. do it again. But that yeah. wouldn't really be classed a shock as such. No. Then, like you say, Dundee, Dundee United, Wednesday night, Hamilton, Aberdeen, Fairland, Ross County, Motherwell. As long as you don't screw up against Hamilton. Yeah, that could be the only shock. But then it's not really a shock because of our record at um, New Douglas Park. Lost well, twice there last year, um, despite dominating both games, especially saying we had 21 corners. I mean, would it be a shock if you lost to Hamilton because of those two results? Probably, probably not. I, think still, I still think it would be a shock. It would still be a disappointment to, that one. to go to that. That should be beaten. Especially since you just beat them in the league. But, nah, I, can't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't predict the Dundee Derby because it could go either way. Um, Motherwell away to Ross County, I think it could be a good game. Motherwell have done pretty well in the Cup so far. 
four wins in the group. Um, Finally, going to Ibrox. Hopefully, we're talking about some kind of shock, and it's no Aberdeen. Yeah. I like a shock in the cup. It's good. It's a bit more interesting. <laughs> it's, it's actually quite a tricky one for Celtic because obviously we, we've got a, a threadbare defence. Uh, this time last year, we played the likes of Azagiri, um, Owen O'Connell, we played he, as well. We brought on Anthony Ralston, Jamie McCart as well. But then we did beat him below 5 0, so we could afford to beat I mean, we've only got Sviet. Sviet Jenko's out, Boyata's out, Beaton played at the back against Hearts and against uh, Rosenberg in the away leg. Uh, Simonovic is the only one that's fit, so I can imagine we'll be wrapping him in cotton wool for the, the two games against Astana. It'll be interesting. Moving uh, on to uh, predictions for the weekend. Got a Friday night game. Yeah. Glasgow Derby. Yep. Party Thistle home to Celtic. Uh, Party Thistle are 10 1, draws 5 to 1, Celtic are 2 9. 10-1 for a home game. Ouch. Um, I'll, I'll go conservative with us and say 2-0 Celtic. Celtic. John? <laughs> um, we start from last season. The aggregate was 9-1 Celtic at Farhill, so I'm going to go 4-1 Celtic. 4-1. Uh, I'm going to go 2-0 with that one. Uh, moving on to Saturday, Rangers versus Tibbs. John? I um, think it'll be an interesting game. I'm going to go with a Desmond. I like a Desmond. Mm-hmm. Chris? Mm, two one Rangers. Uh, interesting to note that the um, director of podcasting has suggested that both, both teams should score in this. Might be a good bet. Might be, might be. Uh, I'm going to go 1 0. Um, Rangers are 7 10, the draws 14 5, and Hibs are 7 2. Uh, next up, Hamilton versus Dundee. Chris? Uh, I will go 2-0 Dundee. John? I'm going to go 1-0. One 1-0. All. One all. Hey, I'm going to go for a 0-0. Hey, uh, hi. Hamilton 11-8, draws 23-10 and Dundee are 15-8. Moving on, Ross County against Aberdeen. John? I'm going to go the same prediction I had last week in a 1-0 Don's one. Yeah, me too. Oh, no, Aye, uh, I'll go the same. Uh, count eight ten to three. The draw is eleven to four. Aberdeen eight to eleven. Uh, Kilmarnock versus Hearts. Chris. I will say two one Kilmarnock. John. Um, I'm going to go three two Kelly. Uh, I'll go for one all. Uh, so Kelly are two to one. The draw is twelve to five, and Hearts are five to four. Strange odds. Much as I've with that one. Kelly being so big at home considering the Hearts' recent problems. Um, last stop, St Johnson versus Motherwell. John? Um, going to go with a 1 0 St Johnston. Chris? I'll go 1 0. 1 0. I'll go 2 1 St Johnson. Uh, St Johnson are 3 4, the draw is 13 5, Motherwell are 10 3. Uh, and aye, we don't pick Celtic and Partick, that's what do we? Uh, Celtic and Aberdeen. No. I don't think it's worth it, is it? But it's no worth it with Celtic and Aberdeen. There's the no Aberdeen bet rule. Yeah, it's a rule, aye. Definitely. Um, so, aye, we could look at Rangers versus Hibs, both teams to score. That Craig suggested that could be an option, maybe. Yeah. We all there's went two for options. that. Yeah, there's two options in League One, sorry, John. Air and Wraith Rovers, both at home this weekend. Aye, what kind of odds are they? Do the odds? Or? See, there's a Renfrewshire Derby. I'm not suggesting we touch it, but there's a Renfrewshire Derby this weekend. Morton and St Man. 
Uh, do you know the odds for the air game or that? Or retro us? No, sorry, I'll go look just oh, now. I thought you were looking That's what I thought. Just, just, I thought you were doing it, John. Just, just, I just suggested uh, it. Uh, just, just hang on, there's yeah. listeners we're getting them. <laughs> They're all frankly bringing up with Vicky right now. <laughs> I don't know whether, at the moment, let me try and try to see if... They, oh, wait a minute. If they've got odds... It is. Yeah. I can't see any odds just now. Which is on the website, the, the hamster wheel spinning <laughs> <laughs> rapidly. The only thing I can see odds for at the moment is the Betfred Cup and the Premiership fixtures at the weekend. Yeah, that's all I'm finding as well. Aye, that's not just me then. No, that's unusual. Well, we might decide to bet off air then in terms of or not knowing odds, possibly, I don't know. Or me wanting just pick something. Well, I do. I, 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 I mean,. I did quite like the Rangers and Abs. Ah, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, who are Ayr and Wraith both playing? Ayr's at home to Forfar and Wraith are at home to Stranraer. Although, well put, both Forfar and Stranraer won at the weekend. It's 3-4 for Rangers and Hibs both. Right, I suppose we could maybe just go with Ayr and Wraith and then just get odds to follow. I know both be quite short, but if we get a win, then it's a win to win. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. For goal scorer. Uh, I'm inclined to go with Good Rolly of uh, Clyde. Again, Has he been playing though? The, uh, I think he's been in and, out, in and out the team. Did he not play the Because I was looking at Betfred Cup. I know he's certainly never played at I one point. His name. Come on, is is, is that they... his level now, in and out the Clyde team? Well, he, did, he scored for Clyde. He did. He scored the opener. Did he score? <laughs> I mean, Barry Rangers beat 3 1, but. <laughs> he got opener. And then. They're at home to Aaron. And if it's not a good shape, we can blame. Yeah. Right, so we'll go with a good Willie then as first goal scorer. Right, okay. Uh, anything else before we go or at us? I think that's probably it, to be honest. Yeah, right. I think we've covered enough. Right, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. cheers.